the story of Sir Edmund Hillary and Tenzing Norgay, his Sherpa guide, reaching the peak of Mount Everest on May 29th, 1953. And I was fascinated about the process of doing something that no one else had done before. It was also the biggest thing that happened on a worldwide scale closest to my birthday. May 30th. And so, Sir Edmund Hillary became one of my 831 because I gathered and studied everything about him and his conquest and what he had to do to make it happen. What surprised me was the fact that he had failed in a previous attempt and didn't want to go back until one night at a banquet held in his honor and used as a fundraiser for his next attempt and what happened that night. This inspired him to get back up and attempt to climb Mount Everest again. I have a small article I've kept, and I read it every time I felt pressure to perform at the games. I'm Jungle Jim Hunter, and you're listening to 831 Living Your Best Life podcast, where we inspire participation, communicate precision, and empower performers to podium. And I hope you'll tell your friends and relatives and people you work with to go to their favorite podcast provider or junglejimhunter.com or YouTube and subscribe, download, click on like, rate and review us, and become an 831-er, someone that is inspired to help others live their best life because we've motivated you and inspired you to live your best life. Well, it's six days to the 32nd Olympic Games. It's less than a week away and 38 days to the 16th Paralympic Games. I mean, it is getting tense if you're an Olympic athlete and you know you're this close to the Games beginning. Sir Edmund Hillary was not an Olympian, but like Sir Roger Bannister and others, he did something that no one else had done. And this inspired my participation and communicated the precision of the work that has to be done to make something like that happen. And it empowered me to become one of the performers to reach that kind of a podium. The banquet was staged to talk about what they had done and what they had needed to make another attempt. But that evening, Sir Edmund Hillary did not feel like making another attempt. The dining hall was full. People had paid their money for the event and donations were made to make the second attempt. And all that remained was an explanation of what they were up against and what they had to overcome to make it to the top of Mount Everest. Hillary didn't want to speak, and so others spoke and explained the climb. Members of his team talked about the cold and the crevasses and conquering the body and bringing the mind over the body through the fatigue that keeps you from making it to the top. The screen on the back wall was covered with a photo of Mount Everest, and the MC and others had attempted all evening to get the quiet, reserved Hillary to say a few words. He was silent. He had not agreed to speak and didn't want to speak. Hillary was grieving, for he had lost friends and fellow climbers in the attempt and was feeling the pain and the loss of losing them and what their families and friends must have been feeling. And somehow he didn't feel it was right to stand in front of an audience that was cheering and applauding another attempt when others were still getting over the loss of the loved ones. The evening was just about over when a moment of inspiration communicated precisely what he knew they must do and what he had to say to stay focused on the climb if they were going to be successful the next time. He told the MC he would speak. And then slowly and pensively, he took center stage and the microphone. The thoughts running through his head told him that Mount Everest could be conquered. And I will borrow from Sir Edmund Hillary today and use his quote as my quote. Sir Edmund strode to the center stage and pointed to the photograph of Mount Everest and said, We will conquer you. We will beat you. Then he looked at the audience and he said this as he kept pointing to the mountain. 
He wanted the audience to understand that what he was about to say was true for all of them and the mountains in life they faced. And what he was about to say was so applicable to their lives, it was his attempt to get them to summit the Mount Everest in their life the next time they were faced with it. I've kept that article, and I read it every time I knew what was ahead of me was new territory and had unknowns, blind corners, and changes that could be out of my control. It had stayed with me and continues to feed me today. The athletes headed to Tokyo have less than a week left before they will be tested to their limits, and like Sir Edmund Hillary, are facing the challenges and know the risks and how great they are, and they will have to stay focused on the right thing and not be distracted. If so, the physical climb may fill them with doubt. The coldness of being alone in a stadium that is empty may cause some to look over their shoulder at the wrong time. A crevasse of doubt may swallow them up at the point when they have to take the greatest risk. Sir Edmund Hillary paused, and then he said it. I will beat you, Mount Everest. We will beat you, Mount Everest, because you can't get any bigger, but I can. The ballroom erupted with cheers and applause, heard around the world, and the second attempt was underway. I repeated these words in my own way on the plane as we touched down in Sapporo, reading the article again as I had finished my workout on the plane, breaking the seat in the plane, not knowing if I would get another chance to read it in the next two weeks. The course can't get any swifter, but I can. The course can't get any higher, but I can. The course can't get any stronger, but I can. Sidious, Altius, Fortius, swifter, higher, stronger. The Olympic motto. I have prepared and perhaps my chance will come and I will be the first Canadian male to stand on a podium in the Olympic Games or World Championships and I will have my Mount Everest. This opens the door for the next climber to reach the peak. Sir Edmund Hillary, when asked what inspired him to do what he did and say the words he said, said later that it hit him while he sat thinking of those who lost their lives. My quote for the day, with thanks to Sir Edmund Hillary. It's not the mountain we conquer, but ourselves. For this past few weeks talking about confidence, I have tried to give you a glimpse of what confidence is about. We have touched on only a portion of what it's all about and how to secure it. But in the end, confidence is about taming and teaching and training ourselves to conquer our biggest challenge, ourselves. We hear, we see, we smell, we touch, and we taste. And there is either an emotional response of, I can or one of, I can't. Climbing is getting bigger in the face of each challenge until we conquer it. Thank you for listening, and I hope you'll have grown and will have conquered your mountain, your Mount Everest, by the next time we meet. Are you ready?